Welcome to the Franchise Hounds podcast. I'm Greg Macchia, a certified franchise consultant. Thanks for joining me as I interview franchise industry pros to dissect, explore, and discover franchise ownership. Joining me today is Brittany Blackman. Brittany is the Franchise Development Manager with Handyman Connection. Handyman Connection has been franchising since 1993 and was the first handyman concept to offer franchise opportunities. Unlike general handyman services, Handyman Connection connects customers with specialists skilled in particular trades. Property owners always need something done, and Handyman Connection makes it happen. I hope you enjoy today's discussion with Brittany Blackman from Handyman Connection. Brittany, welcome to Franchise Hounds. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Greg. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show today. I heard you present at our annual convention, and I can't remember exactly how you started your presentation, but but I remember you totally had me crack it up. So uh, <laughs> no pressure today to be funny, but but you did set the bar pretty high for yourself. Thank you. I actually hired a consultant to help me with that because <laughs> I did. Not a stand-up comic? <laughs> no, truly a comedy consultant. Um, we talked about a few different ideas and they all sounded lame. And I thought, why don't I just have somebody help me to write jokes? And so he and I collaborated and it came out okay. I mean, as okay as it as a, a, a silent Zoom audience can be, it was, it was totally fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I remember it for sure. So I, I'm a little disappointed you didn't hire that same comedian to help with today. But <laughs> <laughs> Next all right, time. so yeah, all right. So so let's talk about Handyman uh, Connection. Uh, I know the brand has been franchising for I think close to 25 years, and I believe it was the first Handyman concept to offer uh, a franchise opportunity. So can you go into a little bit about the history of the brand? Sure. So we were actually started by two handymen in 1990 in Cincinnati. And in 1993, they began franchising the, the concept and it just grew and grew until we were purchased by the same owners of CertiPro in the 2000s, CertiPro and College Pro. Uh, one of their presidents ended up buying Handyman Connection in 2013. His name is Jeff Wall, and we've been privately owned and operated ever since. Okay, great. You know, in addition to to owning the um, franchise consulting business, I also own a residential cleaning service for the last 15 years uh, here in the Boulder and Denver market. And we get asked all the time for referrals for handyman service. So I I definitely know it's a a service in need because Mm -hmm. that's like the top thing we could ask for recommendations for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we we have a couple of of franchisees out in the Denver market because there's such a high demand. Um, We, all of our businesses continued to be open during COVID. There was no closing. We had a slight slowdown in April. But we're up in same store sales year over year, almost 10%. There is very few essential businesses like ours that we're actually growing through this. And many of our franchisees are going above and beyond their pre-COVID goals because we've had so much business coming in. And another great thing, uh, most people are really concerned about craftsmen, like recruiting craftsmen to actually do the work. That's typically the main concern. But we've created these incredible strategies and just tweak them through the summer. And now we have 
a really good ratio of work uh, to the craftsmen that we're able to recruit. Yeah, that is that is encouraging to hear. I know. I mean, I was certainly super productive around the house with projects uh, through March and April. I was kind of on a tear there for a while. Um, how many locations do you guys currently have in the U.S.? Uh, well, between the U.S. and Canada, we have sixty-four. I assume the the mar- you know the U.S. market can support quite a bit more, so you have a lot of a lot of open territory. Absolutely, we went through like many like many old franchises. We went through um, a bit of a we went through a change from selling large MSAs to single unit operators. And Jeff Wall, our CEO, has now over the last seven years taken back a significant amount of great territory. So, for example, in in Atlanta, we now have three franchisees, and that was only opened in 2017. Denver is very similar. Uh, We've got lots of available space in Chicago, Pennsylvania, New York, lots and lots of things all through uh, Florida and Texas. So for people who are out there that have a passion for home remodeling and for managing people and creating a great uh, customer service and brand experience, this is a perfect model for them. Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, so who is an ideal an ideal candidate? And it sounded like you started to touch on it a little bit, but is there kind of a is it mostly mostly males that own this type of business? Actually, we have about twenty percent of our owners are women. Okay, and because it's really not based on how much knowledge you have for construction, it's really based on do you want a business that's easily scalable and that you're filling a need. That's it. There are few people, I'm sorry, there are a few businesses out there that can really compete against handyman connection in these markets because your typical competitor is a chuck in the truck. It's a single guy who is trying to do everything, answer the phone, create leads, send out invoices, collect payments, get their schedule done. And with Handyman Connection, we provide such an incredible brand experience and customer experience that there's absolutely no comparison. Uh, people use us for multiple projects, anything from you know, your straight or your elderly neighbor down the street who needs the batteries changed in her smoke detectors all the way to forty dollars and $50,000 kitchen remodels. And the way that we do that is by starting out with these small to medium-sized home projects. We gain their trust and their respect. And then by the time they need these larger projects done, we're the first people that they call and they're not bid shopping us. So we're able to place a really great markup on the work that we do um, we're able to fill a huge need in the community. And if you ask our franchisees, the vast majority of them will say that they'll, they would do it again. Knowing what they know now, they would 100% do it again. That's a good sign for sure. I will say, you know, inviting someone into your home to do a project, there is a whole another level of trust that's required. So I could see, you know, a national brand uh, providing that trust as opposed to a chuck in the truck, as you, as you mentioned. Um, what's a typical day like for an owner? What kind of, you know, what's a day in the life? Mm-hmm. So they start out, um, with a nice leisurely stroll on the beach and <laughs> two hour cup of coffee. <laughs> um, usually sign me up. <laughs> so, uh, with Handyman Connection, a lot of their responsibility includes financial forecasting and strategic planning, working in their CRM. They do probably every day, or I shouldn't say every day, every week they're talking with one or two new craftsmen. Some of our craftsmen will be part-time. And so we have to fill in gaps in our schedule. So they do do a lot of craftsman recruiting on a weekly basis. They'll spend maybe one to two hours a week in marketing. 
They'll work with their um, customer service rep to answer the phone, take payments, you know, speak with customers, and then they'll spend some time in the field. So for owners who don't want to be behind a desk all day, this is a perfect balance because you will spend a couple hours in your office. You will spend some time on kind of HR activities, but a lot of that time will be spent meeting with customers. It'll be acting as kind of a foreman on these small job sites. It'll be bringing a Slurpee to your favorite craftsman or bringing lunch to a couple of guys who are on a long, uh, who've had a long day. It really is focusing on taking care of your customers, taking care of your craftsmen and completing really beautiful home remodels. Yeah, that's great. Sounds pretty good. So uh, as far as a typical investment to become an owner, what does that look like? Very low. It's about $100,000 to $150,000 in liquid capital. Um, The majority of that goes toward your launch marketing. We do require our owners to have a small office. It's usually located in an industrial space. You don't need any sort of storefront um, and you don't need uh, a nice you know, office because your customers are not coming to you. You are going to them. We have what's called a market penetration strategy. So when you're looking at franchising and you're looking at concepts like a gym or a QSR or a retail space, Your number one determining factor for success is often location. But with Handyman Connection, it's not that. It doesn't matter where your customers are coming from. You know, with one of those concepts, your customers are coming from maybe a two to five mile radius. But with Handyman Connection, our territory sizes are about 100,000 households and you are going to them. So, you know, if you can garner about a 1% market share, which is about 1,000 households a year, we know a significant portion of those will come back and do multiple projects that year. Once someone becomes involved with, with looking at your brand and they decide to join, what is a timeline for them to get open and actually be booking jobs? It is so fast. It's within six weeks. So let's say all the stars align and you become a franchisee in the beginning of, of October. By the end of November, you already have craftsmen recruited. You have an office chosen and staffed, and we've turned the lead funnels on. So within week seven, you are out there generating leads, sending out craftsmen to book work and generating revenue at that time. Yeah, that's encouraging. Um, What type of, is there any equipment required? I mean, a a vehicle or anything like that? We do not require our owners to lease vehicles for their craftsmen. We do require a wrapped vehicle that usually the owner will drive. So whatever their daily driver is, whether that's Corolla or a a forerunner, or they lease a van, we do require at least one wrapped vehicle. We do not require our owners to lease vehicles in order to grow their business and when they are recruiting craftsmen. So we're we're really focusing on being effective and functional and profitable from the very beginning. We want you to keep your overhead low. There's no product to buy. There's no storefront to build out. You simply need two things. You need capital for marketing and you need craftsmen. And we really have solved those two challenges. Yeah, let's let's touch on the craftsman thing. I know you went into it a little bit earlier, but um, so so these folks, they they aren't employees, right? They're are they 1099s? We have a couple of different employment models. We are agnostic as to how our owners employ their craftsmen. Some of them will be 1099. In many states, that means that they're required to have a license and insurance. If you can find those guys, great. You can throw your markup on their work and everyone goes home happy. Another employment model is W-2, but in our model, they're only taking home a commission on the work that they book. So they're not receiving a 
you know, an hourly or weekly salary, they are going out on bids. And if they're awarded that work, then they're taking home a significant portion, usually 40% or so. Okay. And they have, uh, the craftsmen have their own tools and things like that, correct? Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. You may have a couple of larger tool purchases, but it is not, it's a very, very small part of what operating expenses. Sure. And it sounds like um, that you guys have a formula at least to, to attract and retain craftsmen. Cause I, as you mentioned, I imagine that's, that's a challenging piece of this and some, a question a lot of people have, but that's great. You've solved that piece of it because I would imagine that that could be, that could be tough. How many craftsmen do you typically need per territory or how does that work? So to start out, you're only going to need about three to five great ones. Now, that's not to say that your first three to five will be the ones that stick with you for that year. You'll probably turn over several, but really three to five craftsmen in that first year will get you very close to being in the black. And then what, what's a typical job like? Like what services are in your sweet spot? What don't you do? Talk to us about that. We service small to medium-sized home remodeling jobs. This is hanging a door. You know, I don't know. Do you have dogs, Greg? I do. Well, you'll probably hear them at some point during this. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had one of them tear up a door because they were anxious and they wanted to get out? Yes. <laughs> okay. So like hanging new doors, doors. like that. Yeah. Or um, if you have kids who love to just run their hands over all of your walls and all of a sudden it's colored in Crayola, we do a lot of painting. Um, we do a lot of deck work and siding replacement. We do some tile and flooring installation. We do like small electrical jobs, such as replacing a ceiling fan or replacing a light fixture. And we do light plumbing too. So replacing a faucet or changing out a toilet. Many of our craftsmen are not licensed because they don't need to be. Our work is usually not permitted. It's small jobs, average around $800. However, should you wish to do something larger and recruit electricians or plumbers, you simply put your markup on their hourly rate. Our owners will tell you that our rates are typically higher than their local chuck in the truck. But the reason why we are able to grow so quickly is because we provide such a great experience and we always answer the phone. Yeah, which which goes a long way in book and work, right? Oh, yeah. So who's a who's a typical customer? Any any homeowner? Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you walk outside and your neighbor to your left and your right and in front of you and behind you, everybody is a homeowner. And we our territories include a significant amount of households to serve. So our franchisees will tell you that their challenge is not getting leads. There's more leads out there than you could possibly service. It's honestly the only industry I've ever worked in where that's the case. Yeah. On the on the phone call thing, do you guys have a, a call center or does the phone ring to each individual location? Both. So we connect, um, we connect some of our biggest lead generation websites like Home Advisor and Angie's List. We connect those to a call center. So that every single call is answered within 30 seconds or every web submission is answered within five minutes. We found that this significantly increases our close percentage for those leads. And it really blows everybody else who may be trying to compete against us. It blows them out of the water with our response times. Our call center has access into our local franchisee CRMs. So they go ahead and they get that craftsman scheduled. This, you know, when that happens, the homeowner receives an email stating. Greg will be at your house at such and such time. Here's a photo of him. He will show up with a photo ID and here's a date of their last background check. So we're not only providing information about the craftsman, but we're letting them know that this craftsman has been vetted 
and we know him not to be a criminal. That's great. And um, do most jobs require like a, a meeting in advance to quote out the work or is some of it just booked at an hourly rate? All of our jobs are bid at, at the house. Um, part of our business model is doing multiple jobs for each homeowner. And it's so much easier to do it when you have a craftsman walking around with the homeowner saying, well, what else needs to be done? You know, today we're going to quote painting your living room, but what else? Oh, well, I have this, you know, janky ceiling fan, or I have a couple of screens on my patio that also need replaced. Well, we don't have to do that now, but that information is placed into our CRM so that we can follow up with that customer later on. So three months later, we're doing another $500 project for that homeowner. And a few months after that, we're doing another one. Yeah, I have a, uh, well, I have three kids and I have a, an app on my phone that's a like a to-do list app. And one of them is just like home repair stuff. And it doesn't make sense for me to call like a sheetrock guy when there's one hole in the wall. I usually wait till there's like two or three, you know? <laughs> just, just little ones, but I'm always, and then I'll forget about them if I don't have them in my list. But I'm like, you know, guest bedroom behind door, hole in wall, ball went through wall. Um, yeah, so I, I could totally see that, the, having a, a number of projects around the house. Are there commercial applications as well? Do you guys get, get much commercial work? We do some of that. Um, like, for example, we have a few owners that come from a construction background. Not all of them. In fact, they're in the minority. But we do have a few that come from a construction background. And one of our franchisees, Chris, out of Lexington, booked a 32-unit apartment complex that needed remodeling. You know, he broke all those 32 apartments down into five or 600 different handyman jobs. And that's one way that we're doing commercial work. Another way is for our franchisees to reach out to referral partners like real estate brokers, real estate agents, property managers, um, because those people always need a great handyman and they don't need a great handyman two weeks from now. They need a great handyman tomorrow because they have a closing or they have an inspection or they have to turn an apartment and move somebody else in. And with Handyman Connection, we're always on time. You know, we're always answering the phone because we have an incredible back-end office for each of our local franchisees. And we are providing such great service to these people that, you know, they become incredible referral sources. Yeah. With that, I want to, our leads come inbound, typically through digital means. Once a franchisee grows the business enough, a huge amount of those leads are coming back and doing more work with us. This is not the type of business for someone who loves to get out and cold call or go business to business and do that type of sales. The vast majority of your sales or your leads are coming right to you through digital means or from phone calls from past customers and their friends and family. Um, it's the perfect opportunity for somebody coming out of ops who loves managing people, but who really doesn't do, want to do a lot of selling. Sure. Oh, that makes sense. And um, do you guys have an item 19? Can you tell us, you know, what type of revenue like a typical location is doing? Sure. Our average revenue is $632,000 per store or each store. Um, we get about 1,700 leads in the first year. And in our FDD, our gross margin is 49%. Yeah, that's healthy for sure. And being the, the first franchiser in this space, um, what kind of separates you? you know, handyman connection from other handyman services? Our training and support. I think there's two ways of looking at it. First is customer-based. So we do in-person estimates. If you open up your wall, you don't know what's behind it. 
right? So we really don't believe in doing that type of work over the phone because in the end, there isn't a clear understanding of what the scope of work is. In that way, you're probably losing money if you have to do more work than you had promised. That sets us apart. Another thing that sets us apart is our really incredible lead conversion percentage because of the call center that all of our franchisees employ. We're able to get to customers immediately. And this is why our businesses can grow so quickly and why our margins can be so high. One way that we're differentiating ourselves from others in terms of craftsman recruiting is we use some really great platforms like CareerPlug. We use vendors such as Choice Local to recruit, not just on Indeed.com, but on social media, because your next greatest craftsman may not be looking for a job on Indeed. They may be unhappily working for a local contractor, but they're definitely screwing around on Facebook. (laughs) So we're recruiting these people You know, we're sending out this great content with information about the value proposition for working for Handyman Connection. Um, And then we also have a live recruiter that many of our franchisees use to help narrow down the number of applicants that we're getting. In 2019, for just our U.S. franchisees, we received over 40,000 resumes. Can you even imagine? Wow. That's about 1,200 resumes per franchisee. Okay. In the U.S. Now you have to think about it like this. Do you think in your first year, you can find three to five great craftsmen out of a thousand resumes? The answer is yes. Like, of course. Right. (laughs) So when, when, uh, when I have candidates who are really concerned about finding great craftsmen, you really have to look at the numbers. You also have to consider, well, where would you find a great painter? You go to Sherwin-Williams. You would talk to the guy who's covered in paint and ask him, hey, man, I've got too much work. Do you want to work for me? What are you making right now? 18 an hour? I can pay you 25. Do you think you can recruit that painter? Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Is is that the typical going rate for a craftsman, about 25 an hour? Actually, our craftsmen are receiving between 30 and 35 an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you hire the the three to five for your first year, I assume they have different skill sets typically like they do. We want to be the one-stop shop for our, for our customers. And with that, you do need to have several different craftsmen on board to do different types of work, whether that's installing flooring, carpentry, drywall painters. And because of the support team um, like Jeff wall and Brian Honeyman are Brian's our VP of ops and Jeff is our owner. They come from Serta Pro Painters and Brian come, has a lot of experience with California closets. So if a candidate comes in and says, you know what, I really love painting, we can help you to build up your clientele to include about 80% painting. Or if they say, you know what, I really love to do kitchen remodels and I feel comfortable doing that. Great. We'll show you how to build a business that really focuses on remodeling kitchens. And we'll show you how to create those relationships to where you can charge more than your competitors when you go to do that kitchen remodel. And people are happy to pay it because they already have that trust in you. They already have the relationship built because you've done other projects for them. Uh, That's the beauty of Handyman Connection. Um, We are not a niche. We do all sorts of things. And you really can't serve the customer's need in a way that nobody else can because we have so many people that can do so many different things. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I could totally see that once you're in the home, even if you're on a particular project like painting, you could easily say, Hey, I noticed the light switch in the 
in the bedroom isn't working or the, you know, the, the shower doors are off their track or, or whatever it is. I mean, I'm sure you could walk through any home and find a handful of things that need, need to be fixed. Oh yeah. Like in my house, my husband, my husband is a general contractor and we remodeled about 60% of our home during COVID. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> And, it, you know, things just pile up one on top of the other. You do this small portion. And with that, you actually have to move this electrical box. And then you have to paint this little piece of trim. And then after that, we realize that we have to do things on our patio. It's once you start that, once you go down that road, there's so many opportunities for Handyman Connection to serve you. It's like, really yeah. great. <laughs> uh, any homeowner will, will agree with that, I'm sure. Uh, I just wanted to touch on the, the territories uh, a little bit again. How how many homeowners are in, per territory? Households, about 100,000. Households, 100,000 households. Okay. And do um, is there an opportunity for a franchisee to buy multiple territories? Is that is that common in your system? It's not common, but it is possible. We really want our franchisees to be in the black as soon as they can, meaning we want to help you to keep your overhead low. And we employ what's called a market-based market penetration strategy. This is different from a location-based strategy. So in a concept such as a quick service restaurant or a gym or a retail space, the number one thing that will determine your success is finding A plus commercial space, right? Location, location, location. This means it could take you up to a year, not only to find that space, but to have an architect build, you know, create plans, get the permits pulled, do the build out, and finally you get to open 14 or 15 months later. With Handyman Connection, we have a market penetration strategy, meaning you have a small functional office where you are meeting their customers where they are, meaning there's no build out. You have a couple of desks and some computers, and we focus on garnering a percentage of your market. So let's say you want to build 1%, 2%, 3% market penetration. That means that you're serving about a thousand households within a hundred thousand household territory. It's a hundred percent doable and much easier uh, to do it in that way than having to worry about finding the greatest location and then only getting to serve people within a two to five mile radius, because that's really that's going to be your best clientele. But for us, we have really large territories and you're able to find craftsmen in the different suburbs that can service different parts of your territory. So again, we're helping you to, you know, penetrate the market with craftsmen in different areas so that they can service those households outside of, you know, could be miles outside of where your home office is located. And I assume you, um, corporate really helps with a local marketing strategy for each for each location. Yeah. And our um, director of local marketing actually lives in Denver. Her name is Angelique McMillan. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really great. She's been working in lead generation for home services business for years and years and years. And she is phenomenal. I'm telling you, if you know, if you, if there are candidates out there that hate outbound selling, <laughs> this is the business to go into. Just one other uh, regarding employees besides craftsmen, does do you typically need to add anyone else in the office? You know, someone to answer the phones, or I guess maybe when you get to a certain volume. So we all of our franchisees start out with one customer service rep, CSR, usually part time. By the end of the year, they will be full time. 
we train that person every month. We have a three-day virtual training session for that CSR. They're actually half days, so they can work the rest. Um, but we also have two other uh, CSR trainings so that they can increase the responsibility. Um, with that, as the business owner grows or as the owner grows his business, you have a full-time CSR. Then you have you know four to six craftsmen. Then you want to grow another say 10 craftsmen, then you want to hire another CSR. Uh, one CSR can manage or schedule eight to 10 different craftsmen. Um, and so it's there's not a lot of growth that you need in overhead or employees to grow the business. Okay. Now that makes sense. Um, if, if a listener would like to learn more about Handyman Connection, what's, what's the best way for them to do so? There are people out there that want to get to know what we do and figure out how to build a very scalable easy to grow business. They just need to uh, visit franchiseopportunity.handymanconnection.com. Okay, great. And I'll, I'll include that in the show notes. This is uh, Brittany. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us today. I, uh, I have to say. Yeah, thank you. So much for you, you still delivered, even though you didn't uh, hire a comedian to help you, you, you still delivered. <laughs> I uh, enjoyed speaking with you today. So thanks again. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me on the show, Greg. Right, take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Franchise Hounds. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode or would like to work with me directly to explore franchise ownership opportunities, please reach out through the form on our website at franchisehounds.com.